Hello everyone, welcome to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. We would love to hear your views about all the things we talk about, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria. Thank you for listening. Today's podcast will focus on electricity generation in Nigeria. And it's going to be a little bit of um, drama and a little bit of humor because the Nigerian history as regards electricity generation is quite checkered and full of turns and twists. When Nigeria was under colonial rule, we first of all had electricity generated in 1896 to 1898, I believe, and that was in Lagos. Then it was generated just for some public offices and public where the federal uh, the government had their offices and the homes of the colonial masters. Then in 1929, the first electric electricity supply company was actually formed. That was 1929. And between 1929 to 1950, the electricity pattern was in form of individual electricity power undertakings. And these power undertakings were scattered over several towns. There was no centralization at that time. For example, we had um, federal bodies under the Public Works Department, PWD as they were called, generated electricity. Some electricity was generated by um, native authorities and also by municipal authorities. So there were scattered places and um, there was virtually zero electricity generated in the rural areas because the rural people obviously didn't need much electricity as, uh, at that time. So we had that Nigerian Electricity Supply Company in 1929 and between 1929 to 1950, like I said, uh, no centralization whatsoever. From 1950, however, the um, ECN, as we knew it when we were young, was born. That's the Electricity Corporation of Nigeria. It was also still under the colonial England then. And this um, ECN was formed under ordinance that is under law, you know, by the colonial masters. It was even ECN ordinance number 15 of 1950. What happened at this time was that all the electricity generating bodies around Lagos and the, what is now known as the Southwest were all concentrated in the hands of ECN. At that time, we had power generation from Ijora, which was, I think, a coal power generation, Ijora in Lagos. And that was um, the area Ijora and Ibadan in particular. All of them were concentrated in the, under um, ECN. But um, the success of ECN was quite good because there was power. Nigeria didn't have a lot of problems with power at that time, at least not in the Southwest and the West, Western region at that time. But if we are to put everything in perspective, the population of Nigeria at that time was way lower than what we have now. So we can understand why there wasn't so much um, problem with the era of ECN. 
Then the government got independence and things began to expand. And so after the ECN, Niger Dam Authority began to be developed all over Nigeria. And at a particular time, the Kanji Dam and all these um, dams were constructed and we began to generate more electricity. So it was decided at that time to form what is now called NEPA. Of course, we all, call, we all know NEPA because um, there is a lot of joke about NEPA. NEPA is the National Electric Power Authority. But this was in the early um, 70s, you know, after, just after the civil war. That was when we had NEPA. Because in the early 60s, the Niger Dam authorities and the Electricity Co Corporation became amalgamated. And um, immediately after the end of the war, like I said, the ECN changed its name to National Electric Power Authority. You know, so NEPA, again, you, there are so many acronyms, or I don't know what to call it, that people formed for NEPA. And this was because for several decades, decades, despite all sorts of interventions and cash investment by the federal government, local and even by the international institutions and international bodies that were always trying to help Nigeria to do something about the power sector reform. Power outages were the norm, you know, instead of the exception, you know. And because of such outages, even a child that was born would immediately say NEPA when power was cut. And Nigerians began to be Nigerians and began to be funny and make up all sorts of acronyms. The first one for NEPA is never expect power always or no electric power at all, you know. And people would also say, please light a candle, you know. So generally, the federal government now had a lot, a large population and a large expanse of area to cover. The rural people were developing, there were states developing, and electricity became something that was desired and needed if Nigeria was to move into um, development that it craved. NEPA was actually a creation of a statute, just like the ECN, and it's, it was um, the NEPA Act of 1972, although the actual takeoff was in 1973. So we can see that from 1973 up till 2000, we were under NEPA and the nation had a lot of problems with NEPA. The problem with NEPA, as we all know, is that um, it was run by the government and everybody says the federal government is actually not, or government all over the world are not the best managers of business. And that's why a private sector approach is always desired. So Nigeria began to think of reforming NEPA to make it more private sector um, oriented and more, to be run by a private sector. So they tried to have the system in which they would make NEPA a public limited company and bring in people to run NEPA. And this was done in 2000. But 
there was also the view by a lot of people that you cannot allow the power generation to be totally and freely in the hands of the private sector, as that would be a, a sort of security risk to the nation. And you remember that at this particular time, we had gone through several years of military rule in which the military actually wanted to concentrate powers in their hands. So having the electricity supply and generation in, a in the private hands would leave them open in case there was a coup or there was an attempt to do something. The first thing that would be held against them is if the power is still on and um, the rebels or whatever coup plotters were able to actually communicate with people. So communications and electricity were one of those um, services that the federal government did not feel that they had to give up or give off to the private sector. But um, they had to face reality, which was that the NEPA was inefficient and a lot of people and development was being held back because of that inefficiency. So they turned to consultants to help them lead the nation into a privatization policy and a reform policy for the electricity um, in Nigeria. There were consul consultants recruited and a power sector reform policy came into operation. And what was decided was that we would have a system in which there will be unbundling of NEPA. Prior to that, as a part of the process of um, reform, NEPA's name again was changed. And this time it was called the Power Holding Company of Nigeria, PHCN. This was in 2000, year 2000. Of course, between that time and the 2005, when the Electric Power Sector Reform Act was actually made, there wasn't any improvement in the power situation. And Nigerians again came up with an acronym, a perfect um, explanation of the acronym, PHCN. And they said Power Holding Company of Nigeria. To mean the power is being withheld by the company. That is, the power is never given by the, by the company. And they also said, please hold a candle now, as PHCN. Please hold a candle now because you can never expect power. So this went on for quite a while with the inefficiency even getting worse and power generation, in fact, began to go abysmally low. This was because despite all the huge investment by government, it just seemed as if everything was either um, a lot of corruption in the sector or a lot of inefficiency or whatever, but one reason or the other, there was just no improvement in power generation and distribution. So with the Power Sector Reform Act of 2005, under the Obasanjo administration, I believe, there was a desire that um, it would be, it was called an unbundling of the National Power Utility Company into 18 successor companies. These 18 successor companies were to be held by the private sector. So there were going to be six generation companies created. Those ones will be the ones to generate electricity. And there will be 12 distribution 
companies covering all the 36 Nigerian states. So we had um, making up 18, 12 distribution companies and six generation companies, 18 successor companies. Then there will be a national power transmission company, which was going to be held onto by the federal government. So it, ostensibly we now have 19 companies operating in the power sector. One of them held by government, the transmission company, and the others in the hands of the private sector. This privatization was overseen by the Bureau of Public Enterprises, which is the privatization arm of the federal government and the Ministry of Finance at that time. So the transmission company is the link between the generation and the distribution. The distribution, 18 distribution companies were called DISCOs, which simply means distribution companies. And um, if I were to, I'm sure a lot of us know, but let me just list the names of the distribution companies. We have Abuja Electricity Dis Distribution Company, Abuja Disco, Bini Disco, Eko Disco, Enugu Disco Ibado, Disco Ikeja Disco, Joss Disco, Kano Electricity Distribution Company, Kaduna Potakot Yola. Then the generation companies are Afam P Power PLC, Egmi Power PLC, Kanji Hydroelectric Power PLC, Sapele Power, Shiroro Hydroelectric, and Ugeli Power PLC. And of course, the Transmission Company of Nigeria. This is where we are with um, NEPA. But Nigerians still know that even presently with this privatization and the handing over of the discos to the private companies since um, 2013, because that was when it was actually done. Since 2013, Nigeria still has problems with electricity distribution, although generation, as everybody knows, is said to have improved. Even distribution across certain states has improved, but the, the problem still persists. We'll pursue the reasons for this problem at another session. I hope I've been able to enlighten you a bit about the electricity generation system in Nigeria. Thank you and see you next time.